The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? <clears throat> Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Man, we got an excellent show. We're yes, talking we the do. American Royal. It's that time Not again. one, but two wonderful guests mm-hmm. from the American Royal joining us. But We're so lucky. Absolutely. couple weeks out. The biggest barbecue event in the world. I know. Fantastic. Where is the show? There it is. <laughs> I swear I'm doing my job. Yep. It's there. Yep. I got it. I got it. I got it. We good. We good. We good. I promise. There's it's Kent. There. Yeah, late as usual. Yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, Kent. Oh, well, today show brought to you by Uncle Steve Shake. You ever wonder why there's a line of people trying to get into your neighbor's backyard and there's nobody look trying to get into yours when you're having a barbecue, Chrissy? Yeah, because they're using Uncle Steve's. Your Uncle no, Steve's shaking, you're not, which is a lie, but yeah, you are usually. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uncle Steve has 12 amazing flavors. He uses some of the freshest ingredients in all of them. His competition line, his smoke bomb, dessert shake, gator shake. You got, if you can eat it, he's got a shake for it. Mm-hmm. Awesome customer service because uh, he's the one answering the phone. Yeah. One man shop all the, all the way around. So check out him at UncleSteveShake.com. Also check out his Facebook group, Uncle Steve Shake Nation, for giveaways and extra discounts. And yeah, and I'm going to get my hands on Uncle Steve in a couple weeks. Ooh. Very excited. Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com, whether I'm barbecuing or not. I always keep the smoke rolling, thanks to my friends at TwoGuysToGuys.com. Today, I'm smoking the 724 Five and Dime, yep. another local cigar brand, mm-hmm. 724 Twin Smoke Shop. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysToGuys.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysToGuys.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number, TwoGuysToGuys.com. Today is also brought to you by Backline Smokers and Backline Fabrication. Ryan Newland is building some of the craziest, I can't even say pits anymore, because he's got so much cooking devices and grills and planches and everything in between. Bottom line, if you can think it, Ryan can build it. Custom from the ground up on everything. No two are ever the same. Not even similar. Nope. But check them out at Backline Fab on all social medias. And stay tuned because we're only about 24 days away from my pit reveal. Oh, boy. So I'm excited as that because I have no clue. He's been sending pictures to Kent. Of course. Kent knows exactly what this thing's looking like. Of course he does. But... Check them out, Backline Fab. Ryan builds what you want, not what you need. 
Also brought to you by MagnaChef Gloves. Our brother Alan Fonte knows a little something about fire management, seeing he's a Miami-Dade firefighter. Al designed these gloves to just to make your cook, everyday cook, easier. Made of 100% food-grade silicone, patented magnetic clips that lock in place for an easy on and off. You don't drop the glove. It's right there, right, right back into the swing of things. So easy. The Chef gloves are heat rated up to 500 degrees, web fit for firm grip, one size fits all, dishwasher safe, and also he wasn't happy enough with that when he breaks out the new Freedom gloves. So your standard five-finger neoprene glove, Perfect, same magnetic clips for easy on and off. Extra long to protect the forearms. No more burn lines, boys and girls. And these are heat rated up to 932 degrees. We sat there wow. this weekend with the charcoal blowtorch starter. Wow. Right on my hand. Nothing. Nothing. Got warm, not going to lie to you, yeah. but you could sit there and just move it around, round around. Not one burn. Wow. Not one burn. So they work. <laughs> Check them out at magnachef.com. That's M-A-G-N-E-C-H-E-F.com. And at checkout, use code ROYAL21, as in the American Royal 21, because that's where me and Al actually met. Uh -huh. But it's a little little romantic thing between him and I, oh. you know. Oh. But for 15% off your order, MagnaChef gloves, Master the Flame, Freedom Gloves, take a stand, free your hands. Also brought to you by Custom Cutting Boards, RUS.com. Ian Hemming is building what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards out of Magnolia, Texas. These boards take an absolute beating, like I say, week in, week out. I've been using mine consistently for four years, and they are still pristine. From the dishwasher board, so your standard countertop board, to their massive 36 by 18 brisket board, and their newly to the market pizza board for that perfect slice every time. Patented non-slip yes, so even on a rubbies. wet s surface these boards will not slide on you yeah. deep reservoir to catch all that juicy goodness from whatever proteins you're cooking so check them out at custom cutting boards us.com that's the letter r us.com all right the chat is going 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 so, let's see. Dodge Chapin, Chris Wazinski, what's up? Darren Lucas, what's happening? Werner, what's going on? Mrs. Mags, Big Rome, TBC in the house. Efren, what's happening? So, let's get down to it. Let's talk about the 2022 American Royal. Ladies and gentlemen, join, taking time out of their busy schedule... Because they got to be running around like chickens with their heads cut off this close to competition oh, event yeah. time mm -hmm. and everything that goes along. 
but we're happy to be joined by not one, but two guests from the American Royal, Alyssa King and Casey Vincent. Hi, girls. Hello. Thank you so much for taking time to join me today. We're keeping the American Royal Pit Life Barbecue Talk tradition alive. So first and foremost, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So, Alyssa, let's start with you. Um, your uh, your position and title with American Royal, and how did you get to come to work for the American Royal? Then we'll follow up with you, Casey. Awesome. Well, um, I actually started as an intern here at the American Royal. So um, about 14 years ago, I started here interning. And then I was lucky enough that I was given the opportunity to start as an equine manager um, about 10 years ago. And then quickly progressed to be the livestock manager and have held both of those positions for about five years. And then in May, I have transitioned into the director of communications. So super excited to um, get back to my passion and what I went to college for. Um, and uh, really excited to promote our events and uh, work with all of our, uh, our, our team here at the American Royal. Awesome. 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 And how about you, Casey? Well, I'm Casey Vincent and I'm the manager of the barbecue. Um, I've only just been here since May as well. So about the time Alyssa moved into this role, I started here from scratch. So um, I'm a former barbecue competitor, though. So I, at least I, you know, okay. I've competed at the Royal a few years. So it's kind of been fun to see it from this side of things for sure. But yeah, there's a lot more moving pieces than I ever even imagined. Awesome. 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 So we are... Let's see, 20, okay, I just said it. It's actually 24 days to the Open on Saturday. No, shoot. Is the Open on Saturday or is it Saturday the Invitational? Saturday is the Invitational. Okay, the so open is on Sunday. 24 yep. days from the Invitational and the start. But that's not the whole start of the Royal. Because a bunch of the boys had gone down last year and are going and competing this year, but they all rolled into town like Tuesday or Wednesday, had a few parties going on, then come Friday night, it was settled down, and let's get back to business. So, Alyssa, Alyssa how about a little history of the Royal, like how how and when it started, and uh, it's, it's moved from a few... Uh, venues from the beginning to now it's at the Kansas Motor Speedway. That's how big it has gotten. So how about that? Yeah, actually, the American Royal, we actually started in 1899, and we started as a livestock show um, in the West Bottoms. And in 1905, we actually added our first horse show and then quickly added the rodeo and the barbecue, as most of your viewers um, are familiar with. And in 1998, the barbecue became the world's largest barbecue competition with 340 teams. So most people have come down to the West Bottoms to compete. Um, some people have even gone to Arrowhead Stadium. And we have since been over at the Kansas Speedway. 
awesome. And it's just been a constant growth every year. Now, like a lot of a lot of guys now, we all kind of seem to have the same story of we're all sitting around at home and watching and clicking through the channels and we stumble upon a show, Barbecue Pitmasters, of showing the competition circuit and barbecue itself. And we all kind of said, you know, huh, the famous last words, I bet I can do that. Now, have you, right. have, did you guys see a bump in the competition circuit in the Royal itself once that show started or ran its course a couple years and people really started getting into it? I would definitely say yeah. yes. You? I think so. And I think, like you said, a lot of it brought a lot of new people into the barbecue world. That, like you said, you know, hey, we can do that. Let's give it a try. Right? Oh, why not? Oh, for sure, for sure. And yeah, that that show, um, you know, re- really put barbecue to the to the front and in popularity especially because even to even to this day it's still on every weekend all weekend <laughs> you know on the different channels but oh that's awesome that's awesome and we'll we'll actually get to barbecue pit masters in a mo- couple minutes because once we start to hit on the barbecue hall of fame barbecue pit masters is making their appearance in the hall of fame this year but how has it been? Obviously, last year was a great turnout. I believe it was well over, right around 750 teams, which was was just people itching to get out after the whole pandemic thing, do you think? Or is there a constant increase in um, competitors, at least on the open division? Yeah, I think um, I think that's true. We definitely, I know this year around the country, some smaller competitions, the more local ones, were kind of struggling to hit some numbers, just you know with the price of things. Um, but we have not seen that for the Royal. I think this has been such a bucket list competition for so many teams, or just a standard that you know they're they're going to come to this contest no matter what. Yeah. So we've seen an increase in new teams. We have a lot more invitational teams this year, so we're definitely up all the way around. Nice. And the international teams, I know I think there was two teams last year, one from Canada, one from Mexico. But do we have a, um, a bunch of other teams going to be able to make it before? Because I know the last time when I had talked with Emily, she had said she had signed for all types of crates and things already <laughs> from Australia and over to UK. Literally the teams crating up and shipping over all their equipment. And Emily was the one blessed with signing for possession of said equipment. <laughs> but uh, a lot more of international teams going to be able to make it this year? We do, yeah. I think we have 23 right now. So oh, we're happy awesome. to, to be able to welcome them back. I know they were really sad to have missed the past couple of years. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because that's always great to see because you always wonder, you know, obviously barbecue is it's such a large umbrella. And you'd like to see how the the different um, different countries translate 
it, it's, it stays a lot of same, but some of them take their, from where they're from, and their, you know, ethnic flavors, and put different spins on things, which can get quite interesting. You know, so that's great. So when does everything, like I was saying, the boys, they all packed in on like Tuesday or Wednesday. When does everything really kick off event-wise? Because I know there's concerts and parties, and um, one party in particular, um, my my friend Robert Rocha from Bull, Bullhorn Barbecue is no stranger to the party category. He has won best party at the Royal three years in a row. He claims four because of the year it got canceled on pandemic. But hey, <laughs> hey, if 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 you got that one year circled on either side, we'll give it. I'll give it to him. So <laughs> when does everything like really start to kick in? Well, we start, um, the teams start loading in on that Wednesday morning. And so they are lined up, gates open at 8 a.m. And people are lined up, ready to come in and get set up. So we are, like you said, people are loading in. They're seeing all their old friends, having the the family reunions and the parties. Um, And then on Friday night, we get started with the big parties everywhere. All the different, all the teams having their parties, the corporate outings. Um, We have all the public stuff is open at that point. So we do have bands and um, let's see games and food trucks and a lot of stuff going on that way too. Um, then finally by Saturday, we get ready to, to get the competition going. So on Saturday, we have the invitational and the kids queue with 75 kids and a big oh, waiting wow. list already. That's a huge one. And then of course, all of our side dish competitions and desserts. Now, how many ancillary categories are they going to be this year? Uh, let's see, we have, for the side dishes, we have potatoes, beans, and vegetable, and then, of course, dessert, which is always a fun one to watch. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, let's see, you got any questions in the chat yet? Tahano Cookies, what's going on, Chris? No, chat is just everyone saying hello, enjoying the conversation. <laughs> so, some people know, some don't. But the American Royal is in charge of the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And which is, it's quite interesting when you go and see some of the members who are current, who, who are inducted into the Hall of Fame. Because when I first started this and we got into the Hall of Fame research, you know, a couple names would, you know, a little couple head scratches of what does this one person have to do with barbecue? And the one I'm talking about is is Henry Ford from Ford Motor Company. You know, how is he in the Barbecue Hall of Fame? And then you do your research, and he had come up with basically charcoal and sold the business to his cousin who had started Kingsford. So it all had made full circle. So we have the... Uh, a couple months ago, all the finalists had gotten named and then the four inductees this year. And I think it's up to four now. It used to be only three, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, okay. But yeah, we have, we have four this year. Four this year. And it's, you know, in the barbecue world, it is prestigious. 
you know, because it's keeping a lot of the traditions alive. And it's it's just a wonderful thing. And it has expanded, not necessarily just cooking, but a lot of barbecue-related stuff. As, like I was saying, that all of us have um, the same story watching Barbecue Pitmasters. And this year, John Marcus is one of the inductees. And anybody who doesn't know who John Marcus is, he is the creator of Barbecue Pitmasters. Now... Has there been any kickback or anybody kind of turned a nose up of because he's a straight TV guy? But he has, like we had said earlier, he really has changed the face of our our sport. No, no, no. I don't think we ever get pushed back on them. Have you? No, I haven't heard. I think everybody seems really excited. And yeah. like you said, I think they acknowledge his influence on what's happened in this whole business. So, Oh, for sure, for sure. And, you know, like I said, he has done so much just for creating a TV show and to see where it – and even everything that says – even up to today, everything that has um, has broken off, branched off based on what he did, you know, with the whole um, – the Barbecue USA on Food Network – the um, the Netflix shows and the, all these all these different spinoffs on it, and he was really the one who um, who started it all. So that was that's fantastic. Then we also have uh, Ed Mitchell from Eastern, known from Eastern North Carolina, uh, Whole Hog Barbecue. So keeping that the traditions alive and some names that, you know, should never be forgotten because they really, really paved the way for whole hog cooks. Like last year you had probably one of the most famous um, whole hog cookers, Rodney Scott, um, inducted last year. But, you know, that keeps everything going. Um, Then we also have Joe Traeger, and I don't think once you hear the word Traeger, you pretty much know what he's going in for because he revolutionized the game too with the with the Traeger pellet smokers, and that has changed the game so much too. Now, is the, the Casey on the barbecue end? Do you see a lot of competition teams using the pellet cookers these days? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I can give you a number, but it, they're definitely very prevalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because it, that's, a, that's another thing that we always said that, oh, how, how do you, why do you have so many cookers? Well, this one I strictly do chicken on. This one mm-hmm. cooks chicken like no other. This one is my briskets and the, then the, the barrels kind of do it all, you know, but... A lot of people I talk to, those the pellet grills and pellet smokers, they're chicken cooking machines. They're absolutely fantastic. Smitty from Luton Booty was saying he actually he won his American Royal cooking on the the Green Mountain Grill pellets. You know, so it's proven winners. David Bosca, you know, 
so so many guys. But yeah, so Joe Traga, and then we have Leanne Whitman from known from Woodchip Woodchicks Barbecue, but also being <laughs> coming full circle back to the top of the list, you know, becoming a well known, obviously a well known name in barbecue, but as in the newcomers and the household names for being on Barbecue Pitmasters and all the shows on there. So we got four great and worthy inductees. Now, does how does that work? All the families come down, and is it all the, I guess, the, the still the living members? Do they all get together and have a little, you know, uh, little family-style dinner together to welcome in the new members? Yeah, we do. We have the, the black apron ceremony, which is where they have their, you know, where they're awarded their official black apron. And so that's a really nice ceremony with family members, with former inductees. Definitely a, a who's who yeah. afternoon for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Because I remember, I remember watching all the award ceremonies last year and it was, it was just tremendous. You know, because we had uh, Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy was doing MC in the that um, that portion, and just to to listen to him talk, you know, you know, you know, Ray himself being a, uh, a pioneer in the in the game. You know, we had him on a while back, and we were asking him about competition barbecue and he goes you know it's it's these whole you know cooking the money muscle on the pork butt he goes i wish i could find that idiot who decided to do that and he goes oh wait that was me (laughs) you know he's the one who started the whole thing so that that is awesome and but yeah you guys do such an incredible job and how I'm going to assume this goes, the planning is going to start October 3rd. So the, <laughs> the Monday after, so 2023's planning starts once the last truck leaves the speedway, correct? Pretty much, yep. And it's, it's just, In fact, we've already started. We have a whole, whole <laughs> folder of books for next year. Nice, nice, nice. Let's... Where, where was it? Oh, there he is. Uh, Big Rome from T- Texas Barbecue Chapter is asking, how many teams are invited this year on the invitational end, and how many teams are competing on the open side? Let's see. As of this morning, we have 537 for the open, and our invitational is 265, which is the largest that we've had in a really long time for the invitational. Um, that's in part because we did extend the qualification period due to COVID. You know, we didn't want people to, to feel like they'd miss their opportunities. So that's, that's a part of it. But, um, you know, there's just a lot of great barbecuers around the world that have qualified and yeah. wanted to come and, 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 and what is the qualification criteria for the invitational? So you have to have won um, a qualifying contest at somewhere around the world. 
And there's, depending on the, the sanctioning body, you know, there's some different criteria, um, but you have to have a minimum number of competitors. Usually it's 25. Uh, with international competitions, we lower that a little bit just mm. because, you know, there's not quite as many barbecuers in Germany or whatever. Um, and then they, of course, have to cook um, the main proteins. So the, the different sanctioning bodies do sometimes have some different rules than KCBS, but obviously at the Royal, we follow the KCBS rules. Okay, so it's... So each criteria somewhat changes throughout, but it has to, it has to be a KCBS sanctioned event. Um, well, we have some. We have we have a lot of uh, sanctioning bodies. There's a few different ones in Texas. There's one in Florida. So we work with about ten different sanctioning bodies. Oh, okay. Bodies. Yeah. So we but we have worked with all of them to make sure that you know they they all follow some standards that um, you know that their qualifiers are are still going to be good competitors here. Now, does does all that run through a particular calendar year? So, obviously, Bay Bay kind of basically starts on uh, on Saturday with the Invitational would be technically the first event straight um, straight up to next year. But what would be like the cutoff date, or is it still going to a competition happening this weekend? can still could possibly still get you a spot no we we actually cut that off um uh, june 30th june 30th so on july 1 so anyone that's qualified july 1 after july 1 of this year will be qualified for next for year. next year okay got it got it got it oh i just lost the chat here we go no kent i have not been drinking stammering around <laughs> good god the stuff i put up with uh, Chris Rosinski asks, how many judges do you need to have and do you keep a reserve if anybody is sick or drops out last minute? Because that's got to be a huge part of this. That really is. You're right. Yeah. So we, for the open contest, we are trying to get about 600 plus judges confirmed. Um, but yeah, we do absolutely, you know, keep a little keep them on standby just in case someone isn't able to make it at the last minute. But, you know, we, for the, the second that we open those judging applications, we are getting hit. So people are really excited to judge. Um, you know, they, people love judging the kids stuff. They love judging the invitational. So we, we have a lot of judges that we work with for sure. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So actually, Hey, what's up, Junior? Guy, what's happening? Uncle Steve, there he is. Um, on the kids' cue side of it, how much fun is that? Just watching <laughs> the kids. Because last year, uh, my guest next week, Phil Breeden from LC Barbecue, uh, his son Reed won the kids' cue last year. Now, I, I, yes. But what there was was there two divisions age wise? That's right. Yeah. We have yeah, the younger kids cook hamburgers and then the older kids, age eleven to fifteen, will cook steak. Oh, okay. And and yeah, it was it was so fun because you really were able to see the true sportsmanship in it with all the kids on because it was beautiful because you had all the kids who participated up on the stage, so they all got to walk the stage at the Royal and introduced, and so they got their names called. 
but but then he got into the awards and you know I was I don't know whose feed it, it had to have been yours the feed for the award ceremony and when Reed's name got called all you heard <laughs> was his father you just heard the <laughs> scream you heard just heard Phil just hooting and hollering and it was so fun. And the the pictures were classic because the crown doesn't fit on his head. So oh, yeah. it goes right over. He's kind of wearing it, you know, semi-cocked to the side just so it stays on his head instead of a cartoon going right around his neck as a necklace. And then the, the you know, the, the, the robe and all. It's, the confetti. The confetti is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just so fun. And like I said, I can't. I can't express it enough of how great of a job you folks do year in, year out. The dedication, the work, like like you said, it starts that Sunday after. It's already started for next year, and this year's event hasn't even gone off. But, you know, it's it's just a hats off to everything you guys do. Now, we'll get into a couple fun things. Have you got any crazy requests for this year for the different parties? I know when I had spoke with Emily, she had literally just gotten a phone call on people asking if they could zip line a cooked whole hog across the parking lot into their presentation station. So it's got to get wild. Have we had anything of that come up for this year's event? Or is some of that uh, stuff got to stay hush-hush? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to beat the flying pig. That's for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> I think there's there's going to be some big parties. We've had a lot of different, a lot of questions. Um, I, you know, there's going to be some big bands, a lot of well-known, you know, sing, local singers are going to be out there. Um, I think it's, it's going to be some big parties for sure. After last year's parties were a little more quiet, a little subdued. People are ready to come back this year. They have expanded, you know, bringing more people, bigger, better, everything. So, oh, they'll be ready in it. full force. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Uh, Chapin has any. Has anybody ever coming out of the New England or Northeast area ever taken down the comp? Yes, Chapin. Um, our own our own homeboy Billy Gillespie of Smoking Hogs has um, has won the Royal. Um, I don't know what year. I want to say seventeen, two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. But yeah, he he has definitely won the uh, won the royal coming out of our area. Uh, feel watching. <laughs> Uncle Steve's just being Uncle Steve's. Yes, you're right. He feels like he's watching his kid's favorite movie, Beauty and the Beast. But that's <laughs> that's Uncle Steve, everyone's favorite uncle. <laughs> but. I just lost it. Where the hell did it go? 
Ah, that's the next um, question I have. With a lot of the KCBS stuff is kind of joining forces with um, the SEA, or actually KCBS is actually, if I'm not mistaken, getting ready to launch their own SCA event. Has there been any talk of SCA joining the Royal for events during the, the weekend? Not for this year, but, you know, I think going forward, we're always looking for ways to, to make the event bigger and better. So I think that certainly would be something that we would consider. Yeah, And I know that they were talking about also doing a, a pizza cook-off association. I heard that a few months ago. That could get real interesting because all the, especially with the pellet grills, they're all making the, the pizza inserts now. You know, That's which true. is cool. And I know some of the fireboxes on some of these smokers can double as a is as a wood stove. You can easily fit a pizza peel in there and, and do a pizza in some of these fireboxes, which would be interesting. But but yeah, it's the, it's just constant growth, right? Which is always a good thing. Definitely. Innovation. And also with being at the at the Kansas Motor Speedway, there's there's never been, has there ever been any kickback on their end of it, but or are they just embracing this all with open arms? I think they have really embraced us. We just have to stay off the track, is all. But <laughs> <laughs> nobody can roll their smoker around turn four or anything. But, <laughs> no, I think I think they enjoy having us out there. Yeah. Now do. Do they help um, with the event? Obviously, they know the grounds. and But a lot of the guys and girls had said the same thing, that packing in and packing out was the easiest out of any competition they've ever done. So they have even that down to an absolute science. Yeah, absolutely. We... We work with their team a lot on all kind of the logistics and the behind the scenes. And that's exactly right. Like they know how to move a lot of people in and out of there in a short amount of time. So working with their traffic control people has been great. They're, they're some smart people for sure. Awesome. Awesome. So it's the old, you know, it really does take a village, if not a state or multiple states to pull this <laughs> event off every year. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome because, like I said, we had a bunch of the guys last year and going this year. And um, there was talk about us getting a team together or working with a couple of the boys, joining a couple of their teams with, you know, our in the open. Some of them had got the invitational. <clears throat> and, unfortunately, that fell through for me. But I'm literally, like I was telling you the other day, Lisa, that I'm literally driving by. Because I'm going to pick up a custom pit in Austin that my wife and backline Ryan from Backline Smokers had surprised me with a little early birthday present. So I can't be too upset about missing the Royal this year, but definitely next year. Definitely <laughs> next year. And I will be there with, who knows, I'll, I'll come up with some crazy costume or something. I'll float in there like Tinkerbell or something, holding the whole hog. 
go. We're going to have to have extra strong uh, wires for that one. That's fine. 160-pound whole hog and a 330-pound Johnny Mags. Yeah. That's a little, uh, that's going to be some tension on those wires. That's fine. We'll, like, crane you in or something. You'll be fine. Uh-huh. I know a guy See? who works in the crane business who's going to be there who might have won the um, best party on the planet three years in a row. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but, girls, thank you so much for taking the time to go over some of this stuff for this year's event. Hopefully the weather holds out. Everything goes off without a hitch. But from my experience in talking to people, it pretty much does because of all the preparation and care that you guys put into it each and every year. And like I said, you guys should take a bow for everything you do for the barbecue community. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And also also thank Emily for passing over the... (laughs) The email. How is she, by the way? She's doing great. Yeah, I think she misses us, but she's, she'll miss it definitely come that last weekend of September. She'll be missing barbecue. For sure, for sure. But, but girls, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you taking the time to join me, and I will stay in touch, and uh, we'll start planning for next year. Awesome. Right, thank thank you. you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome, Chrissy. Yeah. Such great people. Yep. Such great people. They, they really have the true passion, you know, of putting, just trying to explain it does, I don't think does it justice. Right, yeah. That the amount of work that they do day in, day out to make this event. Like I said, it's the World Series of Barbecue. Yeah. What did you say? 500, you don't, 500 plus. 500 plus. In the open. Open. 250. Around in the invitational, so organizing eight hundred teams. I can barely organize you, know, you and me. <laughs> I can't even organize me. Well, there you go. That's why I got no, Mrs. Yeah, Mags to do all that heavy lifting. <laughs> but yeah, these ladies are incredible. What they unbelievable. Do. Like I said, Amazing. the words truly don't do it justice. And you know, all of us in the barbecue world, community, family, you know, tip you if you're at going to the royal, tip your hat. To everybody who was working there, yeah. because they've literally give the Blood, full year. And tears, I'm sure. You know, yeah. time away from the families and just the countless hours to make everything work. Because, like I was saying with the with the team last year that wanted to zip line the whole hog in. Yeah. There had to be some planning on I'm, that, I'm or sure even to see it. if it's <laughs> legal. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Legal on a structure-wise, legal on a board of health-wise, you know, yeah. so many moving parts, and they make this stuff happen. Well, speaking of ziplining, and Junior said that you should dress as Tinkerbell if we're going to crane you in next year. It just, it'll just make for the whole thing. Dress you up as Tinkerbell. I've dressed up worse. I'm sure. Back in the drinking days. Oh, Woo-hoo! You never know. Who knows? Robert, what's going on, brother? Junior, you're the best, brother. I'm Team Junior, by the way. They, him and Randy have a little bet going on oh. over a bone-in tomahawk ribeye steak on the first drive of the Dallas Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Us boys, we will bet on 
anything. But another great show. Yeah. Thank you, Chrissy. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you, girls, for joining. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Tune in next week. Phil Breeden of LC Barbecue out of LC. Texas. Another member who is hot on the trail, posting every weekend with some type of hardware in his hand. So tune in next week. We'll get the whole story and background on Mr. Breeden. But until then, that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You'll have all our episodes right there at your fingertips on social media. Find me at all the links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button, folks. It doesn't cost you anything. Gets the word out, and I truly appreciate it. But until next week, keep that smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.